What's up, real estate business builders? Welcome back to another episode of Real Estate Business Builders Podcast. This is Lars Hedenborg, the founder of Real Estate B-School. Guys, we've got Hoss Pratt coming to you. 30 listings in 30 days. This guy's a beast, and he's the last presenter at our Business Growth Digital Summit. If you're just coming into the podcast now, you owe it to yourself to go back uh, a bunch of episodes and all of our speakers at this year's Members Only Summit. So you guys are getting an inside look to Real Estate B-School. All of them were awesome. Haas Pratt, this is going to be two parts. Haas has been at this game for many, many years as a coach. He has helped some of the top agents scale their businesses. His game as it relates to where we are in the market cycle is 100% where you need to focus your efforts. So uh, stay tuned for part one of a two-part series. And if you haven't grabbed a copy of the Real Estate Business Growth Navigator, you owe it to yourself to do it. Realestatebusinessgrowth.com, realestatebusinessgrowth.com. Stay tuned for part one of Haas Pratt's 30 listings in 30 days. He goes over so much good stuff and uh, hope you enjoy. Let's go. Well, thank you for the opportunity, Lars, and thanks for what you do for the industry, man. You're a leader. Um, you're, you know, everybody here, you, this, is the, this is the place to be. And I know that, you know, most of y'all are experiencing the market shifting. Y'all feeling that in your markets? Market shifted. So what I want to do today, I want to help you how to dominate a shifting market. In fact, I'm going to go ahead. I got some slides. So make sure you have your pen and paper. Get ready to take notes. I'm going to give you some bullet points today. If I have time, I will open it up. Uh, for some questions. Can you all see that okay? So I don't care where you are, whether you're a brand new agent, you're a seasoned agent. What I'm going to share with you today is what you need to focus on in order to double your business. If you want to focus on listings, think about, as Lars mentioned, 30 listings in 30 days. Um, you know, For me, that's what I did. You know, my first, I got in real estate when I was in my early 20s. Uh, I barely made it through high school. I didn't go to college. You know, and I grew up in Missouri. As a country boy, I worked on a dairy farm and I had a mentor at the time that was a millionaire and he told me to move. He said, you become a product of your environment. And uh, I go, where do I go? He goes, you need to move to Texas. I said, we're out in Texas. He goes, you belong in Dallas, Texas. And Jimbo took me on my first airplane ride. We came here, y'all. And I was just driving around. I, I Like, I've never seen anything like it. And I move here and I didn't know anybody and I get into real estate. And I lost, in that first six months, I, I blew... 50 grand. I was working 80 hours a week. I didn't take a single listing. It wasn't for lack of effort. I was doing the wrong things, but here's what happened. That month six, I discovered what I'm going to share with you all today. And here's what happened. I went from zero listings to 30 listings in 30 days. First year, I was rookie of the year, close to 9 million in sales. Here's why I tell you that, because you can turn things around immediately. You know, people say, well, it takes three years to make it in real estate. No, it doesn't. It takes three seconds. You can turn it around now. So no matter what situation you're in, just know that if you want to, as I'm going to help you today, if you want to change your results, we got to change our actions. But you do have control over that. And that's what I'm excited to share with you today. In fact, for the last 13 years, that's what I've done is I've helped agents achieve the same. You know, I've done thousands of seminars. I've worked with thousands of agents. And here's the number one thing when I work with an agent, what I want to know is what are you trying to achieve? You must know what it is that you want. So what does success look like to you? You know, you're spending time here during this training. You've been here for a few days. Why? 
What is it? What is the vision that you're working towards? I know for me and my vision, I didn't want to work buyers. I only wanted to work listings. Uh, and I've never worked a buyer in my life because I had listings. I never bought a lead in my life because I had listings. So success to me and control was listings. And that's where we are right now in a shifting market. You want to focus on listings. You want to dominate listings. You want to collect listings and stack them. And that's what I'm going to help you with today and to help you achieve more freedom. Because I believe this, I believe you can achieve anything you want in life and business. If you do, if you have the right mindset, you have models to follow and you take massive action. You see, the right mindset is everything. Like how we think of the shift is everything. How we think of the industry and our, and our own skills is everything. But we got to do, you have to do the work. But if you do the work following the wrong model, then you're not going to get results. I mean, that was me my first six months. It wasn't for a lack of massive action. It was for a lack of model for me. I didn't know anybody in this market. And, and this is the key is you've got to take massive action, but you always got to make sure you're following the right model and always thinking the right way. And I find that 97% uh, of the population thinks one way and 3% thinks of the other. And this is going to make a lot of sense to you. Uh, obviously, you're here for a reason. Uh, you know, you're, you're here as an entrepreneur, as a business owner. You, know, you have confidence in your ability. You believe you, can, you could have done it. You are going to do it. We, you possess the growth mindset. Now, the, the two mindsets are growth mindset and the fixed mindset. Here's the growth. Failure is an opportunity to grow. You look, you know, you can learn and do anything that you want. Challenges help you grow. Your effort and attitude determine your abilities. Feedback is constructive. I'm inspired by the success of others. And I like to try new things. You, you want to embrace a growth mindset most of the time because the fixed mindset is what will keep you stuck. It's what will keep you, it's what will make you fail. It's what will keep you uh, captive to where you are instead of confident in, in the growth and the trajectory of where you want to go. Because fixed people look like this. They're not here, by the way. They're not here listening to Lars and all of his speakers because they don't, they're, they're not learning based because failure is the limit of their abilities. They're either good at it or they're not. Their, their abilities are unchanging. I can either do it or I can't. I don't like to be challenged. My potential is predetermined. When I'm frustrated, I just give up, throw in the towel. Feedback and criticism are personal. So don't tell me where to improve and how to improve. I don't want to hear it because I stick to what I know and I will hate on your success. You see, most people are fixed thinkers. And here's why I want you to understand these two, because the growth mindset is where the results are that you want to achieve. Because for you to get what you want, you're going to have to change what it is that you're doing. Um, and what stops most people from change is fear. And I'm going to help break this because, uh, listen, everything that you want is on the other side of fear. Everything you want is usually on the other side of an investment in yourself, investment of your time. Maybe it's this, uh, you know, this summit that Lars is putting on. You know, your investment of your time will inspire you to go for it. I want you to know there's nothing to fear other than you not going into the unknown because the unknown is outside the comfort zone and your com outside your comfort zone is where all the growth takes place. And that's what I'm going to help you with today. So now we're thinking the right way, y'all. We think in the right way. We think in the right positive mindset, growth mindset, right? We got to put into work and the massive action following the right model. That's what I want to do. I want to give you some models today. 
that inspire you to go take massive action. Because we, in order to do that, we have to maximize our time. We got to maximize our effort. On the flip side, time and effort have very little to do with making money, as you're going to see. But we got to maximize our time. And to start, I want to know what it's costing you to sit here and listen to me for an hour. What's it cost you? I know what it costs me to be with you for the hour. What does it cost you to sit here? What's your time worth? I want to help you understand this. Because in order for us to maximize our time, we got to know what our current time is worth. So here's, here's how it works. If you make $50,000 a year, you make about 25 bucks an hour. You make $100,000 a year, you make about $50 an hour. If you make $200,000, you make $100 an hour. $500,000, you make $250 an hour. You get the idea. You cut it in half. So what are you worth right now? And the reason you got to know this is because you got to look at every task and action. Is it worth your time? So if I'm worth $250 an hour, am I going to go mow my lawn? No. Nope. Am I going to clean my house? Nope. Why? Because we delegate to escalate. Everything you can do for less, you delegate. So do we do contract to close? No. We have a transaction coordinator for that. Do we, uh, do, do we call our sellers every single week? Well, it depends how many we have, but we may have a listing coordinator. It depends, you know, it, it, it depends the time that it takes of me. And so you want to always be ascending your time. Your goal is to double the hour, double the yearly. And so what we got to do is we got to fire yourself from things you're doing that you don't need to be doing. So look at the things that you're doing. Maybe it's the thing that got you to where you are, but it's also the thing that's preventing you from getting to where you want to be because you're hanging on to an action that maybe you see value. And I'm telling you to tell yourself you're fired because we, those are the things that will keep us the same and keep us from growing. I look at it like this. There's high leverage activities. There's things that we can, that we do that will extract maximum results from our time and effort. And in real estate, I find that these four are the big four. Prospecting, presenting, building relationships, and leading. So as a, as a real estate agent, if I'm investing, let's say, eight hours in my real estate business, that those eight hours need to be made up of prospecting, presenting, building relationships, and leading. So I'm prospecting every day. Why? Because I'm unemployed every 90 days. The foot never comes off the lead generation and conversion throttle. Understand that it's not so much more leads you need, it's more conversion you need. It, it, and the prospecting brings the business so we can present. See, the pre presenting is the listing appointment. It's the buyer appointment. It's the webinar. It's the virtual listing appointment. Present, it's doing the video, doing the podcast, doing the, the summit. The presenting is something that, we, that you have to master. So ideally, you're on a listing appointment every day. So the goal would be to go set a listing appointment every day. I'm going to speak it into existence. You are going to go on a listing appointment every day. Set the intention of what it is that you want to do. Don't think about all the how it's going to happen. Just speak it. I'm going to take a listing appointment a day. Why? Because that's the best use of your time. So what we want to do is we want to set appointments. I tell people, you're an appointment setter. Your job every day is to set appointments so we can present. Present so we can convert and turn that business into closings. 
building relationships and leading. First, leading yourself, then you can lead other people. I look at it like this in these, in, in the places of prospecting, presenting, building relationships and leading. So a lot of times the, it's the hard things that bring the greatest results, but it's the hard things that create the more of the laws of resistance that prevent us from doing the work. And I look at it just like I used to milk cows. I'm willing to go milk cows. I'm willing to call uh, for three hours a day. I'm willing to do the work. And so to do the work, I have to be in a place where, I, where I'm alone. Uh, I'm not looking for you know, distractions or accolades. I'm investing my time. Usually it's in alone. I look at it like it's the jungle. I'm in the jungle. I never missed a day of prospecting because I looked at myself like I was in the jungle. I skipped the meeting in the real estate office because it wasn't important. It interfered with my time in the jungle. And my time in the jungle and that relationship is what produced the fruit. And it's the same for you. So for you, you want to do the work. You got to go put yourself in a place that the work can exist. And here's what happens. As you start, you're going to feel the law of resistance. Like everything against it is telling you not to do it or it's hard or why you can't do it. But it's just like this. When you get past the law of resistance, you get into flow state. And it's the law of resistance exists in everything that you do. No different than Lars. I know Lars is a runner. I bet the first mile, he's probably like me. I'm like, man, wrong song. This playlist is it the right one. You know, my feet hurt. Right? It's cold outside. It's hot outside. I'm telling myself reasons why I'm getting the engine started. But what happens after the first mile, Lars, we can run a dozen, right? I don't know about me, but I know you could. Because you get in that flow state. Here's what you want to do, y'all. You want to get, and especially in the market we're going into, you want to get in that flow state every day. Every day you get in that flow state because you're, this, that's what you can control. And, you know, you're not, you don't control interest rates or the market. You only control what? You. But that's good news is you're not affected by those things. You're only affected how you react to those things. Who cares what the market's doing? You don't look at the, the market in a place of fear. You look at the market in a place of opportunity. And I look at the market that we just came out of, and I think, thank God we're coming out of that market. And thank God we're going into a shifting market because the shifting market is what's going to be set up for success for you. I mean, come on, was that fun selling real estate in the last few years? No. Like, what are we scared of? This is a blessing. Let's take it and receive it. So here's what we want to do. We want to have these conversations and to have conversations and how you dominate a shifting market is you bring more value to the marketplace. And in a shifting market, both sellers and buyers need you more than they did in the last few years. So it gives you the opportunity to bring more value. And to do this, you got to master your marketing. I look at this like a few skills. You know, people skills will make you $100,000 a year. That's an important skill. Sales skills will make you $250,000 a year. Marketing skills on top of it will make you $500,000. And when you learn to teach people sales, marketing, and people skills, it'll make you millions. And, but it all starts with people skills, then sales skills, then marketing skills. I'm going to shift gears to some marketing skills. I want you to put yourself in a place where you're at a listing appointment. The seller's interviewing three, four other agents. 
And they ask you the question, why should I do business with you? Better said, why should your prospects do business with you? As you're presenting and you're on these and you're presenting every day, like how are you positioning your value? Can I unmute? Can we unmute Lars and like listen to the people's responses? Yeah, they can unmute. They should be able to unmute themselves or we can go to the chat, whatever you want. Yeah, way. chat, y'all chat it up, unmute. I just want to hear why should you, why should your prospects do business with you? Unmute, be brave. What comes to mind? I prove my point. <laughs> oh, I, I guess I would say uh, I'm going to listen to them, ask more questions than talking over them and trying to sell them on me. I want to find out what they really need and then, and then find out how to solve that problem. Right. Keep trucking. Who else? Provide a lot more value in your competitors. Okay. I can't tell you if I'm better than that person or the other one, because I don't believe there's any one better person or agent. I believe it's all about who you get to know, who you are comfortable with, who is going to go along with your goals that you feel to the best of what you need. I'm here to do that for you. I believe I can get that done. I would love to show you how. Do you have time to sit down for a little bit longer and see the process? Thank you all for being brave. I appreciate that. Thank you. And here's my point is you want to know exactly what to say in that moment. And, and, and the way to do this is you want to learn how to communicate your value. You know, so what, what happens, I ask that question. I've asked that question thousands of times in seminars and online events. And people say like, well, I've been in business for 30 years and I, everything I touch turned to sold. You know, I, I got my GRI, my CRS, my ABR. Um, I'm a household name. I mean, I'm not knocking designations. I mean, I, you should have designations. You should be learning-based and stacking those that, that education, investing in yourself. I'm just telling you, don't put those things on the back of your name thinking that that's going to get the phone to ring. So what we got to do is we got to know how to communicate your value. And when people, um, when I, I learned that when you people take this, it gives them a message. So the marketing gives us the message to say. And it, the question is, is, well, what is the answer? Why should your business prospects do business with you? Well, you got to understand, they don't care about you. They don't care you've been in business for 30 years. I, I'm telling you this, how I learned that is I was in my early 20s taking a listing a day, beating out top agents, mega agents, luxury agents. I was just a country redneck that just moved to Texas from Missouri. I talked like one. You listen to me back in the old days, I sounded like a little country redneck. And I'm over there taking a listing a day. Why? Because people don't care about me. They care about themselves. They care about their time and they care about their money. And I showed them what I could do to save them time and money. And that's what we got to do. We got to learn how to show people what we do to save them time and money, how to package it, present it, and how to extract the best message. So here's what I'll tell you. Somebody said it earlier. What do you say? You know, there is, there's more information to what, there's more information needed, more context needed on how to answer that question of why should my prospect do business with me? Because I would say that on the other side of asking several questions. And when I'm asking those questions, here's what I'm doing. I'm looking for the pain. I'm gonna help you with this today. I'm gonna to show you how to find a prospect's pain and then how do you present the solution to that pain? So people have problems. What we gotta do is we gotta solve their problems. And 
the problems in real estate, here's what you're going to see. They need to sell the home fast. They don't want to be locked into a contract. The last agent didn't communicate with them. That's the biggest complaint in the industry. They want to sell the home on their own. Maybe they're selling a FISBO. They want an aggressive agent. They can't afford to pay your commission. Those are the problems. So what we're going to do is we're going to create a solution to each of these problems. And the solution will be a unique solution. And so when we're, when we're asked the question why, we have a solution to present. So a solution would be like this. It would be a certified pre-owned home program. So Mr. Seller, well, I have a certified pre-owned home program, sells homes for 4.8% more money and 28 days faster than the MLS average. Our certified pre-owned home program is a reason we outsell the average agent 10 to one. It's an exclusive program for us in this market. And I'm con convinced that we, it can help you get top dollar in our marketing services. So can I come by Thursday at 7.30, sit down with you, show you how I and leveraging our marketing can get you top dollar? Yeah, sure. You see how I use the name certified pre-owned home program as a way to create interest. See, this is what's missing in your words. This is what's missing in your messaging, in your presenting is you want to be solution based because here's what's going to happen is you're going to see uh, in a shifting market, you're going to go, you're going to have to go after people who don't know you and to go after people who don't know you and convert them. We have to go there with a message. So think about the certified pre-owned. And by the way, I made this up. I mean, it was, I remember driving by, I live in Plano, Texas. I was driving by a car dealership and, and I saw uh, certified pre-owned cars and it hit me. I'm like, why is there not a certified pre-owned home program? I mean, that, that, I, could, I could sell that. So I thought it up, came out with it. I mean, think about it. Let's say uh, the home on the left, you know that little 298,000, it's a lot more money than that now. It's probably about a $900,000 home now. So, but the home on the left is a certified pre-owned home. Comes with a warranty, pre-inspection, maybe a appraisal has been done depending on the market. Maybe it's had a pest inspection depending on the market. But then home B is to be negotiated, 285,000. Which home is a buyer gonna wanna buy? And here's what, here's what a certified pre-owned home does, program, is it, instills confidence and certainty for the buyer in a transaction. I mean, it's proven that they, a buyer will pay more for certainty. That's why they love the certified pre-owned cars. That's why Mercedes Benz and all the top car dealers use it because it works. So here's what I'm telling you is you want to use and leverage a program. You can create a program, but like we got to go to the market with a message that is unique. One thing that is uh, indisputable is you need a marketing plan. Because if you're going to go on a listing appointment every day, we got to show sellers what we can do to get them top dollar, how we can extract maximum equity in a shifting market, how, and, that's, and how we can uniquely compete with everybody in our market. The reason it's important to name your marketing plan is because of this. If you're asked the question, what are you going to do to market my home? I, I'm not going to, you don't have to unmute. What would you say? Well. You always know if somebody says, well, that they're full of it. You know, they don't know what's coming. You know, they don't have one. Well, let me think about it. Here's what you got to do. With confidence, you got to be able to tell them, Mr. Seller, I have an 89-point marketing plan that works like magic, selling homes like yours fast for the most amount of money. My 89-point marketing plan 
it will help you get top dollar in this shifting market. I'd like to come by Thursday at 7.30, sit down with you and Shirley, show you this marketing plan and show you what I can do to get you top dollar. Will both you and Shirley be there Thursday at 7.30? The marketing plan creates interest. Think about it like an umbrella. I'm not getting into all 89 things because I don't need to get into all 89 things because I have a thing. And when you have a thing, it gives you it gives you uh, p- expert positioning, and that's what you need in a mar- in today's market. Is you need to be seen as the expert. You know, I've a I, I'm in uh, Dallas, and I know one of the top real estate agents in the country is expanding. He's recently expanding into Dallas, so I'm listening to all of his radio shows uh, or his radio commercials on the radio. I you listen, all of a sudden it'll go, and here's what the message says. It's uh, he has a couple. But what's he talking about on that on that ad? He's talking about his his performance guarantee. Well, he'll sell the home in 29 days or he'll sell it for free. He's talking about his aggressive 77-point marketing plan that works like magic. It gives us the message and the words. Here's what happens. When you have this, it, it changes everything. This is why most people um, aren't on a listing appointment every day because they don't think this way. I want you to think like a marketer. You know, real estate's easy. It's finding the buyers and sellers that's hard. Which sounds better? I've been in business for 30 years or I've been to 5,767 successful closings, right? Being specific creates more interest. So if you've been to business 30 years, don't tell them that. Go calculate how many closings you've been to. It'll sound better. So here's what I want you to do. I don't want you to leave here today without having a marketing plan and naming it. So what is your marketing plan and what's the name of it? Because when you're prospecting, you're on the phone, you're going to need these words to be able to convert. Next, systems execution. We got to build a system, a system that forces the work out of you and forces the follow-up, forces the communication, because in the absence of a system, nothing will happen. What does that mean? We got to build a machine, a machine, a machine that tells us what to do. Here's why. 80% of sales happen on the fifth to 12th contact. Now, I believe in this market, 80% of sales should and can happen on the first to second contact because there's, there's urgency in the market. Um, but only 10% of agents make more than three contacts. This is why 95% of the business is done by 5% of the agents. This is why most agents fail in this industry because they don't have enough conversations with prospective sellers and buyers. They don't have the conversations because they don't have a system and, it, and, and they don't make the calls because they don't know the words to say. And when we solve those problems, that's how we can have a breakthrough. So I'm gonna help you with this. I'm gonna help you build a machine. I want you to think of it like this. In a shifting market, don't think in terms of generating leads, think in terms of acquiring data. Now, I'm not saying don't generate leads, okay? Yes, lead gen is important, but acquire data. For example, you want to go, you want to dominate a niche where the 100% of the niche want to sell their home or 100% of the niche needs your help. So to do this, we need two things. We need a lead source and we need a CRM. So a CRM is this, is it's a, it's the hub of operations. It's where like, we don't even know how to breathe unless we log into the CRM. Understand this, that you, you know, you, and 
you have to depend on the CRM, not just dabble in it. We got to depend on it. Otherwise, we're not going to get in, in, into flow. We're not going to get the numbers that we need. And we're going to dominate niches because the riches are in the niches. This is how you can go from zero to 30 listings in 30 days. It's how. I'm not telling you to generate a bunch of seller leads. I'm telling you to acquire data where the niche want to sell. So what is this? How does it break down? Well, there's two types of uh, niches. You have the Met database and the Habit Mets. The Mets are the people in your, that you know. The A's love you. The B's like you. The C's know you. They're past clients, preferred vendors. Some of you like get all your business from the Mets. It's all referral based. You know that's where you you prefer. But the other side is the Habit Mets. These are people who don't who don't know you. Uh, it's the marketplace, the specialty niches, the for sale by owners, the expires, the REO, probate, neighborhood farm, divorces, downsizers, all of the all of the niches, the 30, 60, 90 day late on their mortgage uh, niche. So what you want to do is you want to know that in the market that you're going into, you want to be able to be fishing in both of these ponds. So if you aren't going after the habit mets, you need to now. If you just go after the habit mets, we need to get more referrals on the Met site. So here's my question. I find that a lot of people, most people prefer one or the other. What do you prefer? Do y'all prefer the Mets or the Habit Mets? Put it in the chat. Let me see. Do you prefer the Met business or the Habit Met business? You can unmute and say. I guess the yeah, chat is better. A little bit of both. Most of my Mets, because I'm military, they're folks that I met 10 and 20 years ago. And I'm just reconnecting with them. And those calls turn into 15, 20, and even an hour long call of catching up. So the not Mets sometimes are quicker. Yep. That's Mets. Look at this. Met, haven't met, met or referred, met, not met, haven't met, 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 haven't met, met, met. I mean, I'm about to start auctioneering here. Uh, met for sure, Mets. So some people have a conviction in this. Oh, Mets for sure. I don't like cold calling. I don't like prospecting. Here's what I'm telling you. I'm never going to ask you to cold call cold call anybody. Um, I don't look at calling a for sale by owner as cold call. I look at that like warm, hot, smoking, hot, sizzling calling. I mean, this person wants to sell. I'm in a shifting market. I got to, I have to uh, dominate listings. I got to stack my listings. Like I'm going to invest my time in going after people that already know who want to sell. Because if I don't go after those people, I got to spend time and money on finding those people. And here's the thing, no matter what model you choose, all roads lead to the phone. Thanks for listening. Would you please take a minute to share the show with other agents who may be struggling? And if you love the podcast, please leave us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts or your favorite podcast platform. And make sure you visit scaleordiebook.com to get a free copy of my book. It's a nuts and bolts guide to building a real estate business that gives you true time and money freedom so that you can live your life without regrets. Thanks again and see you on the next episode.